Oh, hi there. I didn't I didn't see you come in. Welcome to Where the Bay Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. Um Anthony, you got you got you got uh introduced to the watching the Bucks family. Yeah. This yeah, week. I did. This oh, was yeah, the first. That was a that was, that was a that was a fun inter- that was a fr- or a fun first game for you. Oh man. Despite the um the many weeks that we tried to get together to watch a Bucks game, it just never happened due to other obligations. Finally this week it happened. The stars aligned. And uh and Kyle jumped in a pool. Jumped in the pool. Uh Nick was drunk by the first quarter. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I was drunk I was I was drunk on arrival. Yeah, I met Kyle's uh, very very nice family. Yeah. And it was uh it was uh, good to go. It was fun. Classic. I had a lot of fun. Yep. Classic Bucks watching uh, at my place is what that was. Kyle was a nervous wreck throughout the entire game. Oh God, dude! Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. That that's exactly as I know Kyle watching a Bucks game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I do. That's why I'm fucking terrified of the. Everybody's like, "Yeah, dude, are you fucking pumped?" I'm like, "No, I'm not pumped. I'm I'm fucking <laughs> trying not to think I'm about terrified. it." Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be hyperventilating for, like when kickoff starts. Like we're we're, we're relevant, and that's scary to me. That's that means that means there's more on the line. There's more to lose. It was it was a lot better when we we were shitty and I could just laugh off losses like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> now now if we lose I'm gonna be fucking crushed the whole week. So you know <laughs> oh yeah do you look forward to that cow? Sure I do. Why yeah. Uh, this is like this is it's it's the good bad you know I'm, I'm good until Wednesday and then like as soon as Wednesday rolls around I'm like fuck Cowboys shit we're gonna <laughs> yeah you're right you're right. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get together this week because it's a late game. Yeah, but, but rest that. assured, it will happen again, and we will report back. Oh boy! And trust me, my my Chrome Dome will be watching. You know, have his hat on, make sure he's got a good good view of the. Yeah, I, that party prop is becoming my good luck charm. Oh, dude, that was that was uh, that was so key to the to the win. I think. <laughs> Like I, Nick has a Nick has a big uh, metallic skeleton that he puts a hat on, a Bucks hat a on. Skull, not a skeleton. Yeah, a skull. Yeah. And he's and, and he's we're we're five and zero oh when he when he does that. So, um, what, you can't and mess with success, man. Eventually, we're gonna start trying to feed it cheese. It's just gonna have cheese like splattered uh, all over it and stuff like that. Uh, Kyle stepped out, was trying to take it from me. He's like, "No, it won't here. It's gotta stay." Yeah, no, you tried to leave it. I'm like, "Fuck you, take it." Like, I'm not like we're not messing this magic up. Like, that was drunk first half. Nick said that. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm just stay here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's all working right now. Whatever, whatever we're doing is working. It's it just seems that the, that that we're a, a good franchise again and you start to have faith in in the bucks it's it's awesome i love having that this faith again but still it's it's like i said earlier it's fucking terrifying because like that means like a, like i have a potentially soul crushing week next week uh, you know i don't want to lose to the cowboys Especially, uh, uh, that'd be the worst way to end this fucking streak. Are we going to leave that for the later in the show? No, let's do it now. We're, right, already, we're rolling. Yeah, you want to dive into that? Yeah, we're rolling. Let's, let's, um, let's get into I'll it. I'll tell you what. They looked vulnerable against the Giants. This uh, I think the Giants presented a blueprint on how to mathematically dismantle the machine that is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And we have a few of those components that match up kind of nicely that 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 the New York has. You're right, Nick. Like a lot of the things the Giants do well are the things that we do well. Like the Giants, exactly. they're not they're not the, the Giants aren't very exotic on defense. They they usually just run rush their uh, their front four, 
and and let their defense play and and the the times when they do actually blitz is on third down which is when we actually do blitz it's like uh you know if if they can do it then in theory we can do it too exactly in theory we stack up nicely to be the third team or sorry sorry third loss second team to beat them this year i um i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty confident I feel like we've got a chance. I think we got a real chance. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to say that we don't. Um, you know, we've said it every week, but since then, but I think it's every week they've passed a test that we've at least like put that test out there. Like, listen, you you need to win this game. Like, especially the Saints game this past week, we were like, this is one that you just have to have before you go to Dallas. Yeah. Uh, you know what we didn't mention? I know I, I was listening back. We didn't mention the, how important the Saints game was in a sense that it gave us another division victory so that makes us look even better in the division now I, i'm not too concerned about the division no neither am i with you well, like, it'd be nice really? to win it but I, I as long as they get in I, i'll be happy i, I don't want i'd rather host true yeah we've been better on the road to be honest with you we have been <laughs> well Yes, but uh, I mean, come on. I mean, th- these are problems for future people to talk exactly. about. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I don't want to end up eating, my, eating our words here. But yeah, like, yeah, we go that, eight and eight. Every, <laughs> every opponent from here on out is a big opponent and is, is an important win and is not going to come easily. So it's, it, you know, Panthers are nobody to sleep on. Neither are the Saints, even, especially at home and Cowboys, we already know. But um, Especially after holding them to 11 points. You know, there's going to be a little bit of a, I want you to die. Yeah. In their the, eyes. The, we uh, we're seeing a, a resurgent Bucks defense. Uh, like Anthony was joking before the show, like about you know uh, how many articles have been written on that thus far of the resurgent Bucks. But I think this is this is really going to be the big test for our uh, our defense because not only do you have you only have a quarterback that can that you got quarterbacks going to toss that thing. But you got you got a running back that can run it. But you got that <laughs> offensive line that's just that, that's absolutely absurd. So, uh, yeah, we have the uh, uh, that that uh, during run blocking anyway. Our offensive line is falling forward, and it, or at least our running backs are, I should say, because the last few games I've noticed that the ones the the plays that are met at the line are falling for three or four or five yards instead of being put in the backfield. You mean for us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the Doug, that's a Dougie Doug effect that he's, he's able to, uh, that is true that he's scratch for that, for that extra yardage. Uh, I, I want to bring up something. Yeah. Uh, and so, and I'm not the first one to bring it up, but I, I definitely have noticed that, uh, the offense is kind of sputtered. A little bit during this win streak. Yeah. They, uh, outside of a few games, they've they've had like a few good drives in a game, just enough to get us over the top, which is fine. But I I don't think they're hitting their full potential yet with this current roster. Obviously, there's limitations with only having one true, real big you know superstar wide receiver, and you know an offensive line that has like good and bad days and all that. Like obviously, there's things holding them back. Still, that hopefully will be addressed this off season, you know. But um, still, I think they're underachieving a bit. Uh, and if they can get it going, we can become very dangerous very quickly as a team. Yeah. Uh, and, and but right they, now the defense is playing right, so sorry, well that it doesn't matter. Go ahead. 
It's true. I was going to piggyback off of what you were saying and just that our offense is bad, and except for a few drives over these last few games. Because, I mean, maybe bad's too strong of a word. Just ineffective. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, they've been moving the ball. Exactly. Like it's I not like it's I not mean, like they've just been going the, out there uh, sputtering for three downs and then punting. Like they've been, but not finishing, exactly. not making crucial mistakes to keep points off the board. We're getting field goals. It's just yeah, and eventually that's going to come back and bite you. I don't care how good your defense is playing. They're they're going to have a day where they where they're going to yeah. need the offense. And we talked and we thought they were in the Saints game. We were talking about it during the party. We were like, yeah, we're going to need the offense today. In a way, they came through. They got they kicked some field goals to widen the margin a little bit and and stuff like that. But still, like I just this team is winning and they're not. I don't think they're going at full at full speed right now. No, I, I you, what you saw is like you, like you said that they were they were moving the ball. I think they they did just enough. Like they did just enough. They got like uh for example, like Mike Evans had a, that crucial third down catch or, uh in the fourth quarter that at least uh took took some more time off the clock. We ended up punting anyways, but uh we pinned so them was, deep and that was crucial because it gave them how much how much time was on the clock after that punt. I, I believe it was they were down. They were past the two minute warning. I believe they wasted some timeouts too. Yeah. So some, I mean that was so huge. Trying to get, mm-hmm. get out of Galoo. That, that was crucial. Yeah. Trying just, to get away from delay games and stuff. They've done their part, and the defense has carried the 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 burden, like their, their share of the load. But I mean, it is rather glaring that it, it, it is it is a piece missing to our game right now. Work in progress. Yeah, it is a work in progress. It, you know, we we talked about earlier in the year that. The offense has the potential to be really good, but they're not there yet. Obviously, they're missing some key pieces still. Uh, that mm-hmm. you know, and we're gonna have a lot of money this off season and all our draft picks. I think so. There should definitely be some improvement on that side of the ball. I would hope. Uh, yeah. Going into at least another receiver and maybe some shoring up of the offensive line and stuff like that, but. We're looking too far ahead. We still got this year to go, but I'm just saying that <laughs> I was just about to say the defense is coming along in a way that in faster than I think anybody expected. Will they be able to keep up this level of play going forward is the question for me, because if they don't, then we're definitely going to need the offense, uh, especially going into the playoffs if we get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're going to be facing topper or top quality opponents. More. Let me let me throw this out there. Yeah. Is this defense as is this what the defense is, or is this just a, a nice streak for them? This is what they are. I think. Okay. Uh, this this is truly who they are. But like I said earlier, I don't know. I don't know that they've been tested. I mean, I. I, I That's my major point. Yeah. I don't know if I can claim that this is who they are because they've been doing it against inferior opponents. Whoa, 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 Hold on a second. Who are these inferior well, opponents? Lines. I, Maybe not the entire opponents. Sorry, that was a strong. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, Drew Brees usually comes in here and lights us up, and he didn't this time. Right. And, and Russell Wilson is usually a good quarterback. Yeah, he's having an off year, but, you know, and, and Alex Smith in, in Kansas City and the Chiefs offense, which isn't a slouch either, even though they're not prolific, they're not a slouch. And usually it didn't take much to carve us up on defense these past few years. So there's definite improvement, but I don't think they're this good. 
I don't think that we're a fucking holding teams to 10 points a game and stuff like that good yet. I really don't. I think that if we run into an offense yeah, we're doing like it, we might see on Sunday night, that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be different. Maybe they're not going to blow us out or anything like that, but we're definitely not going to hold the Cowboys to fucking 10 points. I'll put it to you this way. I'll brag after beating the Cowboys. If they do it against the Cowboys, I will fully admit that this is what they really are. But, yeah. but I'm not ready to say that this defense does is just finished. Oh, we got we got the defense. It's good to go. Fair enough. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I think they're very, very good right now. I think, I think so we've too. got a very good defense. Like I like, but like we we what we're what we've been seeing over the past five games is a is an elite top shelf defense like yeah. a fucking Super Bowl caliber defense over the last five games. Is like that the, what they are? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anybody can deny that. And is and is that what they are? Yeah, good point. I um. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because just like the offense, they had a few weeks in a row there where they looked unstoppable. Right. And now they've sort of come back to the mean. Everything well, comes, my whole thing is everything comes that, back I mean, to the mean. And I, I feel like they're playing a tad over their head on defense for the moment. But I don't mm-hmm. think they're bad. I don't think when they do come back down to earth, they're going to be bad. They're just going to be good. I don't yeah. think they're elite yet. I don't think that the safeties are in place. No, to they're say playing that. elite, but I don't think they'll stay elite. I don't think we have the depth. Yet to say that we're elite. You say that, that's but... the key word because we got out pretty lucky against the Saints with injuries. Our, our safeties are doing some things that that I haven't seen our safeties do in a long time in, in terms of just understanding coverages, you know, understanding what's coming their way. Like Keith Tandy on the on both those interceptions was able to jump. That was a beautiful he, pick to steal the game. He he jumps the uh, he jumps the slant route. And then, and then earlier in the game, to set up the Hargraves interception, he jumps. I, I believe it was a a curl that he that he jumps, and and it, that that's just understanding coverages and understanding uh, your routes and your assignments, like that that kind of stuff. That that's just legitimate defensive play. And the reason that they're able to do that is because it's it's like the old days again. We're getting pressure up the middle. You're getting Jerry McCoy that's just fucking shit up in the middle. Spence off the edge. And then you get Spence and Ayers Spence off the is edge. Spence still overrunning the quarterback a little bit. Like he you'll is. See him get, but it, that's something he'll correct with time. That's, it, yeah. It's compressing the pocket, though. Yeah. Well, the, the, what it is is it's it's rushing four and dropping the rest back into coverage. And when you do that and you pressure the quarterback, you you win every time. Like, that's – it's it's real hard to convert uh, – when 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 you're mm-hmm. when you're getting pressure with just four four men and and dropping the rest in the coverage. I mean, I, to add to your point, Kyle, I don't think anybody can argue watching this defense that you don't build a defense from the front to the back. Yeah, that's how you should always you should build your line, your linebackers, your corners, and then your yeah. and then your safeties because everything gets better with with pressure. Just imagine how good we'd be with like a real defensive tackle, you know? Yeah. With a real like an elite defensive tackle, and not this fucking bum yeah. that we got now. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, you hear the the term. Well, that was a coverage sack. Yeah. In, implying that the that there was nobody out open in the the secondary to throw the ball to. So I think the in the reverse terms is our corners are becoming stellar looking because quarterbacks are having to get rid of the ball because our front four is just it takes three seconds before they're in their face well the game where where Vern got burned a lot was against the was it Oakland or Mari Cooper Oakland, torched them yeah. in, but Derek Carr was sitting back there with nobody in his face yep. in pocket and 
I don't know what's gotten into this defensive line these past few weeks. Maybe it's just the O-lines we're playing or something like that. But they've just been getting after it every week and causing – I mean, Drew Brees could not set his feet right. a lot last – you know, this past week. and it was they're practicing against each other. You know, steel hard and steel or – yeah. Still oh, de- you know, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a factor. I mean, it's definitely making the corners job a lot easier than, uh, you know, than it was before, because you can't you're not going to cover Amari Cooper for five seconds. Yeah. It's not going like <laughs> I don't care who you are. Jared brings up that we, we've never seen an offense like Dallas before uh, in the chat. Um, and he's right. I mean, we have a, they have like an offensive line that has made Dak Prescott look like a fucking MVP candidate. OK, he's a, he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I'm think Romo sure. might actually play this week. Some yeah. that <laughs> really? Would be, that would be interesting. I don't know. I'd, I might be. I, might, I think that's a little. I don't know. But um, I'm going to look, I'm gonna like look it up. Maybe like a. That'll be a. That'll Tom Brady's be a, on the depth is, is doubtful for today. Yeah, that's, okay. a, that's a that's a development in itself. But that's a thing. Um, you know, if we beat them, there's there's going to be quarterback controversy in Dallas. It's just it's just you know. It's it's gonna it's it's Shots coming down fired. to that thing. What? Oh yeah. What? What are you talking about, Nick? <laughs> because you said you know. Oh, when we beat him. You no, know, if we beat him, did I say when? Okay. Oh, if I said when. I apologize. Because Dak didn't fault. play well, but there's nothing set in stone. Yeah. Was gonna play. If they lose another one, there'll be there'll be a definite controversy, which is gonna be delicious. I'm gonna love that. <laughs> yes, Dallas. Let me eat that quarterback. Can we drop this one and st- and still get in? Do you think? Absolutely. I think this is one. You, this is one you can drop. Um, I think of the four, because I, I then we decide we need to win three of the four to get in. I don't know. Jared, for some reason, on Twitter was saying we need to win two. Jared, explain yourself. Nine and seven. That's what he was saying. I don't know. But that, then you're then you're probably relying on some other conference. teams if you do that. This is the, the, this matchup is like the age old thing of like okay, it's it's you got the best offensive thing against the one of the best defensive things in the last five games. Uh, who's gonna win? And and usually that that favors the defense. defense like usually, yeah, but, but this is the immobile immovable object meets the unstoppable force, and this is gonna be fun. Yeah, this is our, why I'm gonna. This is why it's prime time. I, this is why I fucking hate. This guys, <laughs> every other statement, every other drive watching football with Kyle is like he goes, "I hate football, I hate football, oh, I love it, oh, I hate football, I hate football." Yeah, I was like fucking, I was gra- I was, I was, I was holding Anthony's hand, or just, I was grabbing Anthony's body, like please let something good happen, and it did okay. I Which fucking... is so funny because Anthony was like, "Oh God." Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just never seen Kyle so nervous about something. Oh, dude, like, I just I, I can't like, do it. I can't do it, man. Well, I, I mean, it's <laughs> it's kind of like when you watch if you ever watch a UF game with me, I'm that way too. But yeah. It's for the Bucks. I'm just like I'm expecting something bad to happen. I guess with the Bucks. So when something good happens, it's just like <laughs> it's it's nice, you know. I'm just hoping and praying. Yep. Um. So what do you let's let's uh let's let's move on for a second here. I guess Mike Smith is in conversations with not not in conversations, but there's rumors going around that that Mike Smith might be going to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would suck, but it makes sense. I mean, yeah. Li- li- listen, he he was a head coach before. We knew this isn't a long term thing. It no, hardly ever but... is with good coordinators in the NFL. They usually get hired by another team. It's just. But isn't kind of a isn't it collusion this this in, into this season? Can't you not do that yet? Uh, the article clearly states that Bradley has not been fired yet. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a it's a rumor. I think maybe it's just a couple of writers and agents talking a bunch of shit at this point. But I mean, <laughs> um, who knows? It, it makes a lot of sense because like my yeah like Anthony if it's was saying not this year it'll be fucking. I know because it, 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 he's gonna get hired somewhere. Like he's doing a really good job with the defense. And listen, the talent is obviously there. The Bucks just need to go out and fucking hire somebody else. That's that's good. That's, yeah, and I know that's like easy we for are, me to say. We are doing like, what we were doing earlier with the playoff talk. We're talking about something too too far ahead of time. Yeah, I guess it, it's just it's it sucks because it seems like we finally have a coaching staff in place that actually knows what they're doing, and now we're gonna have to go out and replace one. Of them. I know. Yeah. Pardon me, but Kyle, you're the the closest to a box historian as somebody I know. But yeah. didn't the year that uh, John Cruden got fired? Um, Monty Kiffin wasn't he rumored to be leaving? He 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 left. Coordinator of about four games left in the season. Yeah, he 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 more or less accepted the job with four games left in the season to to be the defensive exactly. coordinator of. Uh, How well did that do for that team's psyche? Uh, it fucking completely it completely tanked our the rest of the season for us. So, uh huh. I, so, I don't know. Dude. I don't like this article coming out that our defensive coordinator, who is amazingly com- put together, you know, what looks to be a hodgepodge all-star defense, literally the best just, defense we've had since 2005, or uh-huh. you know, the best. And it scares me because that's how it ended for them. It, it's a big distraction when you realize the guy that's coaching you is going to be gone as soon as the the drop of the hat. So. I just hope we're mature enough beyond that point. You know what I mean? Uh, like, we'll see. We'll see. That's that that, that that's a um. Uh, that'd be heartbreaking to see him leave, but it make it makes sense because the dude's. Too, I think he's too good to be to to remain here. The good thing is, is if, I mean, if we don't hear about it in the media about the players responding to Mike Smith leaving, that's when you know it's a problem. I don't. Know. I just. I think. I think a big reason for this whole turnaround is is Mike Smith. Like the like. In fact, that that's what a lot of the articles I've been reading have said. Like basically, he he scaled back the defense and said, "Okay, everybody, let's just let's take a step back. Let's do what we're good at, and and let's and it's worked for these last five. I, <laughs> that would suck. Suck if he left. Anyways, <clears throat> Dallas is. We're going to Dallas. We're playing Sunday Night Football, guys. And Hank Williams isn't singing any songs, so maybe we could maybe maybe we could oh, sing, sing a song or two. Night. Oh, what is this? What is that shitty song? Like it's, oh, Sunday Night. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's God. Fucking, yeah, it's terrible. Why? Why do we need a song before like a football game? Like, it gets you pumped. It doesn't get me it's pumped. Excited. It makes me. It makes me feel awkward. And, and I'm like, why are we watching somebody sing? It's like it's like it's like it's like Sunday when you, night when, football on when, NBC. You're like no, watching a no, movie. Yeah. Like you're watching a movie and and they start singing. You're like, what? What? This is one of those movies? Oh God. Okay. I guess I'm sitting through a song. Okay. And Stadiums rocking. And you know the drill. <laughs> Sunday NFL night football. I was like, oh, this is I weird. Can't sing. Yeah. It's so weird. Why do we why are we singing before football games? Let's just you play you play and then you play football, okay? I don't need a fucking song. Does nothing for me. And it's like it's not even like they're trying to sell anything because it's like they're just 
You like Hank Williams. <laughs> They're just, hey, guess what, guys? This is coming up. This is essentially what it boils down to. Okay, I guess Are the, you ready for some football? The, the Hank Williams thing, yeah, okay, that was fine. Like, that was pretty Monday fucking awesome. Night party. Yeah, because like, yeah. it was Monday Night Football. And, like, the I, Bears I, and Raiders. You I really like how he changed every week. I know. You really can't You can't replicate that anymore. Like, they're, they're trying to do some, some shit, like, it's, it's just not working. Like, you need Hank Williams Jr. fucking drunk singing about uh, the Bears and Raiders. Yeah, being ready for and jets get flying started. through fucking yeah. canyons. And <laughs> like, I don't need this, like, like soft rock. And it was quick, too. Kinda, yeah, it was quick. Yeah, yeah. it lasted like a minute. And yeah. you're like, fuck yeah, football! Then it would do the pan shot of yeah. the stadium. I miss old school. Like, when Monday Night Football was the fucking game to watch. That was the best. John Madden and Al Michaels. Right? Oh, when it was on that, ABC. That was the dream broadcast. It belongs on ABC. Like it's yeah, the slant round, then boom, and then yeah, yeah, boom. Ah, it's best day, and the Bucks were so good back then, and like we were on Monday Night Football. The fuck, like every fucking year we're on Monday Night Football. Oh, it's so great. Hey, maybe we will now. Maybe we'll start getting no, the prime time I don't, games. I, well, Sunday now it's Sunday Night Football, but fuck. Monday night's not the same anymore. It's man. not. No, it's Monday night's. Oh, now we're gonna go with fucking Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, might as well be. Might as well be goddamn Thursday night football. We, for fuck's sakes, can we? Like, did you see the? Did you see the Seattle's um, uh, uniforms for yeah, Sunday night football? Sherman's tweet. They're they're gross. Oh, sorry, can we stop? Talking. Can yeah. we stop this? Uh, this color rush thing is getting annoying. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're getting off topic here. We, we got to get some keys to the game for the for the, <laughs> against the Cowboys. Yeehaw. They're like, like I should I should have got some like Western country Western music. Motherfuckers doing some laundry over there. Oh, is that Michelle? Got some lyrics for you. You wouldn't make love to me. I'm gonna at least wait for the, the hook here. You wouldn't even talk to me. You say I'm so crazy. Coming home intoxicated. I say I just wanna love you. I just wanna love you, baby. Guess this why I'm so elated. Come on, girl. Give it to me, baby. Ah. Darkness is spreading. <laughs> All right. Number one, my number one key of the game to beat the Dallas Cowboys is we're going to have to go out there to California, to wherever, California, wherever, uh, wherever he might be residing right now, whatever, whatever VH1 reality show he's a part of right now. <laughs> and we got to go out there and we got to pick up Terrell Owens and he's got to he's got to he's got to get on the star again and and arms stretch wide to the to the sky he's got to stand on the star and we just got to you know actually you know we we got to take the star power out of the fucking cowboy stadium okay got to take the 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 star power right the fuck out of it that's my number one key to the game the key to the game. Take the star. I, I, as I was saying that key, I thought of another good fucking key, and, and now it's pissing me off. <laughs> save so it for the NFC Championship. 
No, go ahead. You guys go. And if if you don't use go my ahead, key. Then. All right. My uh my second key to the game is I'm using logic here, guys. How do you how do you beat a cowboy? Ooh. Right? Um, Indians go the opposite, right? You 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 be an, you be an Indian. Yeah. You embrace Native your Indian. American. So you know what we need to do? And it worked in Kansas City. We need to embrace our inner Indian and let uh, Jameis Winston go full tomahawk. Oh, shit. There because, it is. No, I'm serious. Because if we do, we'll bring it into Dallas and then we'll take it and we'll raid. We'll raid like Indians. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Not My second key to the game. Oh, nice. My key of the game was just, we just need to channel the the old cowboys and the whole team just needs to do a ton of cocaine before the game. <laughs> Michael Lervin, like under yeah. his fingernails. Remember that I was in elementary yep. school and they'd be like, he hides it in his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of cocaine. Get hyped up. Get it. Go out there and just fucking just, oh, just man. be a bunch of cokeheads. Troy Aikman. Win the game. Fly over the field. Have it in the Gatorade bottles. Be great. All right, guys. Bonus bonus key. Brian Anger's got to fucking take down the jumbotron. He's got to get the. He's got to fucking assault the jumbotron with punts, and like maybe maybe he can like bang one off the jumbotron and like stick it on. Unleash his inner anger. Yeah, fucking bang out the 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 punts on the jumbotron. He's probably really angry about being bald. Could, so. Oh, is he bald? Yeah. Isn't he like? Is he like a rookie? Like isn't he no. young? <laughs> he's not. Oh, okay. No, he, he no he's a veteran. He's probably really angry about his last name too. Oh, Brian Anger. Okay, keys key, keys of the game. Okay, let's let's take a break. Sounds good. Hey, welcome welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome back. welcome back. It's been three weeks between breaks. Why are we Why are we gonna fire John Whoa, Cooper? That was a long commercial. Why are we going to fire John Cooper? Mm-hmm. Fire his fire. ass. Great fucking question, because I want to know. <sighs> Let's fire John Cooper. Here's my thing with Coop at this point. It's it's becoming a trend of this team not playing to their their potential these past two seasons. Uh, despite making the Eastern Conference Finals last year, it didn't ever feel like we were playing at full strength, even with Stamkos out. It just if it feels like there's something holding us back. Uh, I don't want to say it's. I want to, but my real reasons for firing Coop it would, if we were going to fire him, which I don't think is going to happen at this point. Fire him. Uh, is his handling of of the young guys? Uh, it's becoming a common issue that guys with lots of talent just can't seem to find their way into the lineup consistently enough to develop which I never, ever in a million years would have thought would have been a problem with, with someone like Coop. Um, but, I mean, it's been three years of this, right? Yeah, it's yeah. been three years of guys getting sat for absolutely no reason. Uh, you can look around the league, and there's examples of this on other teams, sure, but for a team like the Lightning who are going to need these young guys as our as guys start to leave because of the cap, this it's you just can't have it. His personnel decisions are not good, um, to put it lightly. Mm-hmm. And it, and I feel like it's really starting to take its toll on this team. The guys like Druin, who <coughs> it takes fucking injuries to Kucherov, uh, 
uh, taking it takes an injury to Kucherov to get him into the top six again. You know, Slater Cuckoo, who this defense that's been paper thin this year can't seem to get off the fucking third you pair, break the lineup, even man. though he's been our third best defenseman this year behind Hedman Strawman. That's these kinds of decisions not only lead to losses, but they lead to you losing the locker room. They lead to you losing your young guys who you're gonna fucking need very soon. I mean, starting next year, a lot of our lineup is going to be these guys that are that are on entry level deals. I mean, it it's ridiculous. And look, the team's been playing really poorly. And yeah, you can point to injuries, and that's fair. I get it. But it's mm-hmm. he's not maximizing this roster. He hasn't for the last two years, and it's it's starting to become a trend. And I I just I like the, <laughs> I like the man. Kyle. I don't like the coach. God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> uh, zoomed in on Cooper's face. You know what, man? Took a while for that for he... me to find that one. He what, Nick? I think it. His seat shouldn't be anywhere near hot. I mean, maybe warm, but it's not like he's the the key factor in us getting over the edge. Um, I disagree. I, I, okay, I don't so I don't know where I stand like on this. Anything other than this open losing, like active not active losing streak because we we won, but you know what I mean. Like other than recently, because last year we did well. The year before that we did even better. Well, Nick, I mean, I, it's, I'm a results guy. I just feel, I just it, feel it, like... w is where it counts for me. If you look at his his winning percentage, it's one of the best in Lightning history. Right. And look, I'm not saying that Cooper's a horrible coach, but I just don't like this direction of like like his his quote about bringing up Watowski and playing him over fucking Cuckoo is that they wanted a little more a little more punch on that back end. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Are you fucking kidding me with that quote? Like it that's so ridiculous to say considering Cuckoo's been your third best defenseman in a really thin defensive group that's gotten thinner all of a sudden with the, the regression of Garrison and Schuster. Schuster. It's fucking you can't do that kind of shit, man. You're holding back the team and coaches have been fired for a lot less, man. A lot less. This is two You're years right. now of really inconsistent play from a team that should be anything but. Well, we play well when it counts, and that's I think that's what's saving him right now is because, like, I remember us almost having the same conversation last year. Again, I'll say, I'll say it as many times as I have to, but um, we just seem to turn it on in the playoffs. Um, but, I mean, we, we've been so bad this year that, are I mean – that the playoffs might not even be on the table. We're three points out of third place in the Atlantic. Uh, Boston. Can I can I say, um, still a lot of hockey to play. And let me correct myself. John Cooper is the winningest percentage, uh, or has the winningest percentage in Lightning history. Look, so, I, I'm not I'm not saying that he should be fired immediately. I'm not saying that there's there's not a history there that shows that he is a good coach. I'm not saying any of those things. But when you sit back. And look at the personnel decisions, like not playing playing Drew in over Morrow in that cup final when we couldn't score to save our lives. He's you, he's you, you might have a point there. He's just, I just don't like it, man. I don't like the direction. I feel like he's taking all of these skillful players that other coaches would only dream about having on their roster and just throwing them to the side in favor of these grinders and these guys who can't score and these jam. 
I guess you could say you can mark them as jam players that supposedly hold everything together. It's when he when they ask him about Ryan Callahan, he speaks like the guy is such a major key part of this team. And when they ask him about Jonathan Drew and his contributions, it's like, oh yeah, he'll be back. You know, a few games, whatever. (laughs) Mark my words, if. We yes. get rid of John Cooper. This is going to be John Gruden point two point oh. Why do you no, say that? No, I I totally disagree with that because I feel like this roster is not maybe you know the, I feel like the not only the roster but the guys in the the World Junior Canadian World Junior team has five of our prospects on it this year. You've also got mm-hmm. you've also got Steve Eiserman who's who's yeah. You know wheeling and dealing there in the front office. I think we're going to be fine if it, it should Coop. Or should we part ways with Coop? I just, I'm beginning to feel like he's not the right coach for this group. I feel like a a different coach with a different philosophy who focuses more on maximizing the strengths of his players and not trying to fit them into roles that they don't belong in, such as Kucherov sitting behind Crombie for his first year or Druin sitting behind Morrow or Cuckoo not being able to play and only when he does play, only plays like 10 minutes a night. You, I feel like another coach would come in, look at this roster, and change the philosophy, just like the Penguins did last year. They fired their coach early in the season, brought in a guy who has a much different philosophy, and they went on a ridiculous run and won the Cup. And they're, and they're not only are that, but they're carrying it into this year and doing the same things. He's, you know, he's he's playing to his team's strengths, and I feel like Cooper, since that Cup final, has not done that. He has played against his team, trying to create a philosophy that was like the Blackhawks in which they scored to and shut us down, but they did that out of necessity because they had to because they were so banged up in their defensive core and all that that they had to play carefully. It, I don't like where this, how this team looks on, certain, on most of the nights now, and it sucks because there's so much potential there, but they're not realizing it on a consistent basis. Look, you can say that, yeah, they're holding back for the playoffs, they're doing this and that, but I don't feel like they are. I feel like they're playing a philosophy that doesn't work, and that's the only reason that they're being held back. And maybe he changes, and maybe he realizes, look, we need to go back to what worked in that cup year where we were dominant the whole year and ran over everybody with our offense and play, and we're still able to play good defense. I just I don't understand it, man. I don't understand where the change came from. What? How long did it take Pittsburgh to uh... – understand that their coach was not working out and fire him about a year two years Is that, yeah that that i just wonder i just wonder because it's it's you know maybe doing i don't know i i think i think i don't know i feel like john cooper at least has owed the benefit of the doubt sure. um and this that, year i don't this I'm might not be screaming from the high heavens for him to be fired immediately i just think that this trend that they're on now if it doesn't stop he just eventually I'm sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 uh, I'm glad you clarified because that, that's that's what I want to know. I mean, I, because when you when you say it now, when you say it after you know a few losses early in the season, it it, it sure sounds like a knee jerk reaction of, of of just you know we got we got to do something. We got to fire the coaches. Obviously, it's not the talent on the team. We got to fire the fuck coaches. So. Um, I just I don't know. I've heard I've heard it before. I've heard that kind of rhetoric before from. Um, panicked fans that, that that are losing early in the season. Hell, fucking people are wanting wanting Dirk Cutter to get fired earlier this year. Right. So, but 
I think, but the whole thing with me is if you look at the Bucks and you look at the roster, it wasn't set up as we thought. Things have changed now, it seems like, but it wasn't set up to be a contender. The Lightning have no reason to be playing at the level they're playing at right now. Right. Even with Stamkos being out, we've seen that before. We have that scoring depth, or at least we thought we did. You should have that scoring yeah, depth. Yeah, and but the, what's really taken a toll on this team, obviously, has been the defensive play, and the goaltending hasn't been up to par. But still, they're like I said before, they're playing a system where they're trying to win these games like two one, one nothing, and that just doesn't fit this group. They're just, they're too skilled, and they're t- they're too much fun, and the defense is too good on the offensive side to play that way. And I'm not a, look. I'm not trying to come on here and act like an expert. But you're an expert. <laughs> you are expert. So yeah, you're, yeah, you're you best know, mark your words. But I, I just I don't like what I'm seeing, and it, it could change. And look, we could come back next week, and we've won like I don't know how many games in a row, or in a few weeks from now, and everything changes, and I, I feel fine about the coaching staff all again all of a sudden. But I j- that's where I'm saying if if you can feel like that, and that can be your outlook on it then he's not ready to go he's just this is a bad stretch yeah but it's a bad stretch amidst a few bad stretches that we've had over these past two years that just shouldn't happen these it just shouldn't there's if i just look at other teams that are playing consistently well shouldn't be hurt and you know vasilevsky shouldn't let in soft goals every once in a while bishop should fucking focus and and what i'm just i'm looking at other teams that i that on a night-to-night basis even if they lose they didn't look like shit. And I yeah, look at that yeah. and I go, that okay. eh, like uh, uh, what's the deal? Why do we why do we have to have nights where we can't we only get our first shot like 6 minutes into the game? Like that's just inexcusable. Like uh, I don't know. I think it might have something to do with the t- the, the the lightning that got its way to the the cup the first time and lost to the cu- uh or to the cubs jesus the cubs the blackhawks <laughs> fuck Joe um, madden yeah. <laughs> what sorry <laughs> um there's a reaction that maybe the team was a an underdog in the sense that nobody saw us being that good everybody now comes to emily arena and brings their a game not that they didn't before, but especially now, they always know they're going to get played hard against the the Lightning. Yeah, so, but how long? How long does that really last? Yeah, but also but that's that, just but it. That, like, and the, like it, we become a premier team that every time someone plays against us, they they deal us the biggest damage. Okay, but yeah, th- I hear what you're saying, but there's plenty of teams in the league that have to deal with that. Also, Pittsburgh, Chicago on a nightly basis, but you don't see them having these long struggles. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I focus on them. I, I, look, I just think this team has potential to be one of those teams that most nights are going to rock you. And, and it's, you know, it's not even going to be close. And they just, they just don't. They right. just look like shit for weeks at, at times, or days, at games in a row, five, four or five games in a row, they just look like utter shit. So th- and that's just not excusable, man, with this roster. It's just not. We go in every playoff as like a surprise of uh, of like, hey, they, they, they might do something. And, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, we're, we're supposed to be an elite team. And they're not. And we're not. Yeah. I mean. And that gets coaches fired. We have and talent. I'm not, I'm not saying that. anything that's outlandish or ridiculous. Underachieving is the number one coach killer. Yeah. 
under two. Look, if this roster sucked and we were in the middle of a rebuild, I would totally understand looking like shit most nights. But there's no excuse for it. And there's only in the first guy that gets looked at when a team underachieves is always the coach. Who do you? What do you? So like, you fired John Cooper, then what? I don't know yet. <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. Exactly. Yeah, I, but, the, but the thing with the get NH- him out, get him out. What do we do now? Oh fuck! Well, I'm not the guy that makes that decision. I'm not the guy that makes the decision to fire him. I'm sure Eisenman. And thank goodness would... you're not the guy that gets him fired. Well, yeah, but it's well, it's like that comic that I sent you guys. Where it's like that guy. He's like he's got a he's got a baseball bat. He's like I want things to be different. He breaks everything. He's like oh no, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> I mean, do you promote an assistant? Do they run the same system? Do you do it? Do you go to your AHL team again and promote him? I don't know. Does Eisenman come down and, and be everything? No, and be yeah. Do you hire from what from outside the organization? It's possible, but probably what they do is they probably put an interim coach in. He'd probably be one of the assistants, and we'd probably look the same because it's going to be the same system. But going into next year, we'd find a new guy and and get a new voice in the locker room. But yeah. It's just, I get what you're saying. You know, it's. I just don't want to see this team waste this potential, and I feel like they have been for the past two years. Even though, even with the Eastern Conference Final appearance, it didn't feel like we ever were playing it. Sounds like rich people problems. Yeah, it, it is. It is rich people problems. I know it is, but uh, look, we've talked about it before. If this team doesn't win it, win the whole thing, then it's going to be a disappointment. Because this roster was set up for three years in a row to have the chance to win the whole thing, and they're just not. But that, but you can't say that's not. This isn't the roster that we said that with. Stamkos isn't in it. Okay, well, we're gonna use. Are He's we the use leading. The Stamkos. Like, Stamkos. 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 That's the top two scorers. Okay, we're go- but we're but we're gonna use the Stamkos excuse now because if they were winning, then nobody would give a fuck. Well, about the Stamkos injury. Because we talked about it when it happened that we can deal with it. Because we felt like we had a team that could deal with it. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt five seconds for comical relief. Did anybody watching this Thursday night football game? No. No. Um, why would I do the, that? I just watched a replay of a key example as to why you do not let a punter throw. Oh, did they, did, hold on, let me guess. Seattle did a fake punt, right? Nope, L.A. L.A. Why? Law with the fake yeah, punt. That was really funny. I, I, I kind of want to move away from this now, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, <coughs> I think we've talked about it enough. Look, is anything going to happen? Probably not. I think I don't think Eiserman's the type of GM to, to pull a quick, be, have a quick trigger like that and fire a guy, but <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. That's all I'm saying. Holy fuck, man. These, these uniforms are fucking awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's oh my God! This is, it's the Rams. Oh God! I I hate you, NFL. The Rams are wearing like all white <laughs> uniforms with like a white stripe on their fucking helmet that some poor fucking guy in, in the in, in in the equipment department had to like stripe on the night before, and then he had to like fucking just take off. Now he's like fucking son of fucking hate yeah. all my family for one fucking game. And Christmas, and then the, the Seattle's are wearing Seattle's wearing just like lime green. Looks like almost they look almost yellow. This is this is absurd, man. What are we doing on Thursday night football? Why? <laughs> Why are we doing this, NFL? It's fucking ridiculous. 
So Sorry. we want to talk about Charlie Strong? <laughs> yeah, we, we should talk about Char- Chuck Strong. Old Chucky Strong. Chuck. I saw something today on uh you guys do you guys follow that that account on Twitter that Cold Takes? Yeah. Yep. No, I guess I should. It's a, it's a it's a it's a Twitter account and it's a novelty account, sports account, and usually like I don't I don't like to um I don't I don't like to uh follow or promote those kind of novelty accounts like empty seat picks, like at empty seat picks, like those kind of those kind of accounts that just like are kind of like the like the ha ha accounts. But yeah. that, the the cold takes exposed count is amazing. <laughs> and uh, I saw today where uh, they they tweeted out an article about like how every single uh, program that hires a, a a new head coach, like every single college program that hires a new head coach, inevitably there's somebody in the media that's like home run. Home run hire for fucking for for <laughs> Oregon, like every yeah. single one. There was a report. I was like, home. Looks like Oregon hit a home run here with Willie Taggart, or looks like or-, or or FAU hit a home run with with or whoever whomever. So Lane Kiffin, yeah. Lane Kiffin. So uh, USF was, was no different with with Charlie Strong. But let's let's talk about old Chuck, old Chuck Strong. Uh, who wants to lead it off? I think I know nothing. I'm gonna defer to you guys. Yeah, uh, here's here's my thing. Uh, he had a, he, he had a shit run at Texas. Um, he had a really good run at Louisville. I don't know. Like, it's kind of like what what kind of Charlie Strong are we gonna get with with uh, USF? That the the upside here is that he he's a big name. We were able to get that big name. And I feel like he he will be sort of a he's the best guy to kind of pass that torch from the, the a Willie Taggart type to to I agree uh, yeah to what we have now to, to Charlie's Charlie. Um, I think he got a a shit. I think we talked about it when we were talking about replacements for Taggart, but I think he got a shit run at Texas due to the fact that I don't think he ever had the full support of the boosters and stuff like that there. You don't think so? No, I, I think there was a lot of things that came out about like the boosters just didn't support him fully, and yeah, I think it was the a program wasn't attention. behind him completely. Lie. But I like the hire for USF. I think he's a perfect fit. Now, why? I, I think f- his personality fits a, a smaller school better than like a school like Texas. He, he does. He I would does agree exactly with what you just said, because. The one I know about the momentum we're going is we're still kind of the third or no, sorry, fourth biggest school in the in the state and arguably fifth. Right. That's that that is a true statement. Well, it we're still like I feel like Charlie Strong might have been a little in over his head with Texas. Just because as you guys alluded to, unless you win down there and win it all, you're it's not worth it. Yeah, I mean that that's well, that, I mean that's been the thing the whole time with with him is you know is was his record at Texas because of like all the pressure of being at Texas or you know was it purely just he's a shitty coach? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I'm excited. I think I think this is a good hire for them. Um, knowing what I know about college sports, I you know who, who fuck knows. Who knows, man? I 
I like um I like the hire in terms of USF staying relevant in the college football atmosphere. Uh at least for now, uh, he's obviously going to have to keep winning for them to stay relevant because they're just not a program that just stays there. They have to win to get into the eyes of people. Yeah. Um, if it works and things go well, uh, it could be huge for the program going forward. Um, if they just kind of regress back to the mean and start going seven and five. Or you know seven and six, eight and five, something like that every year, or maybe even less than that, maybe like six and six. Well, you know it's going to be hard for them to come off of a ten win season. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, in a, you know it's not every season that you break your record. You know we talked about it with Taggart's recruiting. Strong's not walking into a situation where there's just nothing. Like with Taggart, he walked into a situation where there was just a bare That's cupboard true. with there's nothing. The cupboard's yeah, the cupboard's not bare now. Yeah, there's plenty to work with here. Uh, so he doesn't have an excuse to not at least go out there and win nine games next year. I think personally, not eight to nine Ooh, games. That's though. a high expectation. Okay, eight to nine. Okay, I was about to say yeah. eight. Eight wins is a high. You you want a bowl game and you expect it to be real a relevant one at least. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know USF's depth chart backwards and forwards, but from what I've heard, Taggart's recruiting was really really good for their level. It was number one at their level actually. So there should be pieces I've to been... work with. Uh, I'm interested to see how, if his philosophy on offense is going to be different than what Taggart was running, because I don't think they have the personnel to do that. Um, I, so I hope he stays within this spread option kind of stuff that they were running with, you know, flowers and all that. Is he historically one way or the other uh, defense or offensive coordinator? He's a defensive coach. I know He's nothing about guy, how yeah. he. He was coached. a defensive coordinator at Florida. Um, okay. Before so he was a head coach at Louisville, yeah. So he's a defensive guy, which is something that USF needs because their defense has been pretty bad. Uh, the offense has carried them for the yeah. last two years. I I'm optimistic, but I, uh, you know, can't be anything else. Oh, but okay, you can't. You physically can't, Stephen Stamkos. Your perfect little hair. His little hairdo. <laughs> I try to do that with my hair, but I just can't. I'm going bald. Well, you're not Steven Stamkos. I know. So. He's got sexy, sexy hair. He drives a Ferrari. Does he drive a Ferrari? Yeah. God damn it, Steven Stamkos. You're 26 years old. I'm, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight if you. If I win, I get to take your place. I get to be a hockey guy. I'm going to be hockey. Okay, I get all your hockey talent. I'm like the hockey Highlander. And it's, yeah, it's not like that. Like you go take him and you break a stick over his head, and as long as it doesn't break no, you, you have to cut his head off with a stick. You have to cut Jesus his head Christ. off with a stick. Lord, well, can we not? Guys, it was fun podcasting with you. Yeah, I'm gonna murder you, Steven Stamkos. I'm gonna murder you with a hockey stick. Kyle, there's a red dot on your forehead. Right there can now. be <laughs> only one. I'm sorry. I just I kid. I, on the on I, the fucking apartment building across the yeah, street. Yeah, it's like his Iserman senses are like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 don't you touch? Don't don't you ever do that to, to my Stamkos, even though. Uh, whatever. Um, Kyle's drunk. I'm drunk. Kyle's very drunk. <laughs> this is called. This is new new segment. This is called the the part of the podcast where I'm drunk. Stephen Stamkos. With your beady little eyes. It's not a new segment. His eyes are a little too close to his nose. <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely not a new segment. It's a new segment. 
I have decreed it to be so. So shall it be so from now to the end of time. Are we out of sports topics to discuss? Uh, we, we covered the Bucks. We've got nothing going on with the Rays. Uh, the Rays. Wilson Ramos says that he could DH. Might He might come back DH a little sooner than we thought. Great. That, that, that would be cool. I just I don't really care about the Rays until it starts. Yeah, I mean I'm not, I, I, I feel the same way. It's I, hard. Big, it's we hard to preseason call. Can be excited. Do what? Who? Somebody? Sorry, Nick, you guys talked. Yeah, at the same time. I'm sorry. Um, I was just because it's hard to get like psyched any time before spring training. I don't know. I was watching Moneyball the other night. I was pretty fucking psyched about it. I miss baseball. I was watching. Uh, Fake David Justice take practice swings and hearing that like we can talk about how we're the only team to vote against the CBA. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah, that was sad. It was to very be sad. Yeah, I said on Twitter, it, it's much cooler to be a race fan if you look at us as like rebels instead of just being cheap. Like, yeah, we're against the system. And then in reality, we're just we're just well, broke. Yeah, we're fucking broke. Yeah. <laughs> Why the Rays owner casts the only vote against the the, the CBA? So I guess there there's a new to one. He, he was probably trying to get other voters to vote with him. He's like, "Come on, guys!" I was like, "No, fuck off!" <laughs> guys, LA is bad. The Rams, yeah. What's the score? Yeah, and we lost bad. to them. Nothing but like we could be nine and four right now. The, the... Yeah, no. <clears throat> Seriously, like what the fuck? We could also. And then multiple. thinking about all, think of yeah, I know you go the other way. Yeah, I'm telling you, we could have lost the we could have lost the fucking Panthers. Okay, I want to hear it. We should have lost the Panthers. <laughs> should, we should have lost the Panthers. All right, guys, I'm cool with I'm cool with calling this one a podcast. Oh, do we want to talk about uh, end of the podcast? Nobody's we li- nobody's listening. Uh, James Winston settled a civil suit. Good. Anthony and I were talking about this before the podcast. He's it kind of got I, I kind of dug up all that all that stuff again today of of reading all what the uh, allegations yeah. and all the um, all the stuff. You hate him again? No, I, I I'm just my opinion hasn't changed. I think I I, I went and I, I read all the articles that people on our Buccaneers were saying. Hey, read this, and you're, it'll change your fucking mind. Mine's still not changed. I still feel the same way. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, um, that's what most articles should be titled. What? Yeah, you read yeah. an article and it didn't change your mind? Just he, he's been the shining example of what a fucking franchise quarterback should be up to this point. Um, still, still doesn't change the way I felt about him prior to that. So it's just, it's, it's a thing. Such a weird thing. Yeah, it's, it's just, a thing. It's and something that's always going to stay in my mind. With yeah, him. and I, I just think if his career goes into trajectory, we think it'll go to, which is winning Super Bowls and setting records and all that shit. Then no one's going to remember this. No, but I mean, I will, and maybe you will, and there will be people that will, but it won't be a thing that's ever discussed again. It's over now. Everything's over. It's, and people have their opinions about it, and that's fine. Um, Think about this, though. Think about, like, Mike, you know, Mike Tirico for for NBC, mm -hmm. formerly ESPN. Mm -hmm. You ever hear about the creepy shit he's been accused of? Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. I just found that out today. I was like, holy shit. No, what'd he do? Fucking love that dude. Oh, dude. There's like, there's been like books written on like the creepy fucking shit that he's done it. Like while he's been at ESPN. Peyton Manning put his nuts on that yeah. trainer's forehead or whatever. Nobody like fucking that. cares because Nobody sports. cares because he's good at sports. Yeah. And it's going to be the same thing with Winston. Doesn't matter. This whole situation will probably never be discussed again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And that's and that's sad in a lot of ways. But listen, I get that we need to move on from things, but it's true. I just can't. And I talked about it when we drafted him, and I still feel the same way. That's just a hurdle that I'll never clear with him. Yeah. Oh well, uh, still the, the guy's a, a, a young dumb kid made mistakes, and he's he's, you know, you're allowed to make mistakes in your life. Yeah. So. It's but just, I'm also allowed to hold you accountable for them. It, well, there you go. Well put. I think that's a, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, it could be like I, I one of my favorite podcasters, Joe Rogan. Like I, I hear the way he talks about Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. He fucking loves Floyd Mayweather. That guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. It's so strange that like we we love sports so much that we're willing to just fucking like uh, uh, just completely separate it out from from everything and it, else. It, it creeps in with me with Winston that goes ah just fucking forget about it and learn to love the guy and I, I just I just don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to forget about it. Sorry. Um, it's it's hard not to love him. No, and that's true. Look, he's he's done everything. I said it before. If it wasn't for that, I would fucking love the guy. But I just I just can't. I can't do it with a good conscience. And I, uh, I watch. I watch. You know, I watch all the bullshit with 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 him and his his. Um, you know when he's mic'd up, and it makes me feel good as a Bucks fan because you know we finally got to figure it out. But it's, it's just, just like you said, I just, it's just still, still think, something I think about. Yeah. Uh, All right. We we've talked about it too much. Yeah, we've, thought, we've had whole podcasts. Look, everybody, everybody's now. Mike is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> All the Bucks fans have tuned out. They're like, oh, they're talking about lightning. This is boring. Let's like, let's, let's, let's go on to something else. So. Um, we're good. We're good for now. My dog is like completely taking over the podcast room. <laughs> come here, come here, you dog. Get off the bed. Get out of here. Okay. All right. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Uh, I predict. I predict that the Lightning win their next four. I, actually, I predict the Lightning win every single game until we next podcast. How about that, Ooh. you fucks? A lightning nice. fucking bull prediction. From Kyle. From me, of all people. Uh, I think uh, Kucherov will resign by the next podcast. Oh, Kucherov. I like that. That's a good one. Couldn't think of anything. Nope. <laughs> Seven-year deal for Nikita Kucherov. Um, I'm going to go with Roberto Aguayo nails a game-winning field goal over Dallas. Oh, shit. On Sunday Night Football. That is pretty bold because he'll probably bold. miss it, and then Kyle will want to kill him. On yeah, show. but <laughs> the boldest part is he dinks it off the, the Jumbotron, and it goes in anyway. Did he miss one the last game? Didn't he miss one? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Didn't I don't know. It all kind of, like, forms together. I know. The season's kind of mushed together. Yeah. But he did. He did miss one. I, I remember. I think I remember like you looking at Anthony, and like all of us were kind of like, "God damn it!" Yeah, yeah, he missed one. He did miss one this last game. Okay, good bold prediction, Nick Nicholas. Good one. Okay, guys, we're getting out of here. We're, we're calling this one a show. 
Go to, go to sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our podcasts. Patreon.com slash sharkdropper if you want to donate some money to us. And, of course, go Buccaneers. iTunes rate review. iTunes rate review. But more importantly, go Bucks this Sunday. Um, holy shit. I'm on pins and needles. I'm going to have an, an anxiety attack throughout the first half. So... Um, <laughs> Go Bucks! Everybody's gonna. Everybody here's gonna have a very long Monday morning. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking wholeheartedly agree with that. So, uh, let's go Bucks! Let's get this win. That would be amazing. That'd be way, way back in the day when when we won the Super Bowl. It didn't matter who we beat that year. Uh, if we couldn't beat the Packers or the Eagles, then we didn't fucking belong uh, in, in Super Bowl talks. We lost to the Eagles. I cried after that game. But we did win against the Packers on Monday Night Football, and that's when I knew. So I knew we were fucking we we were an, an elite team. So if we can beat the Cowboys, we're an elite fucking football team, guys. This is this is a huge game for us potentially. Yep. I think this is a this is going to be a, the measuring stick, and there's a way. Oddly enough, if we come out of this and playing really really well, and we lose this game, that we can still be uh, like guys we're, we're the real deal but if we win holy fuck yep we the are. best way for to put it because the, the best. Who thought? what nick who would have thought what that's no that was a statement uh, who, who, who just thought. just who would have thought yeah who who would have thought all right cool um that was war of the bay i am kyle i'm nick I'm Anthony. And go Bucks.